0: A very
1: good evening to Banting and venerable sisters, brothers and sisters in the Dharma, Suti Hoto. Thank you everyone for joining in tonight. I am Amara from the British Missionary Society Malaysia's Youth Section, and I will be your MC for today. Welcome everyone to the weekly session of Awareness of Dharma in Daily Drama series which is organized by the Buddhist Missionary Society, Malaysia Youth Section and guided by Bantin Naminda. So as usual, we will start off today's session with requesting for three refuges and five precepts, and it will be followed by a meditation session. And after the meditation, we will have the sharing and Q&A session. So uh, the minutes for which will be accumulated during the group meditation session later. Uh, it will be recorded and you will submit it to the 4M, which is the Million Minutes of Metta and Mindfulness website. Um, this 4M initiative intends to offer our practice to bring peace, harmony, and happiness to all. So during any time that you have practiced, um, um, done um, chanting or meditation, you may also record and submit it to uh, the 4M website uh, by yourself. So before we start, um, just a gentle reminder, please use your actual name in the Zoom room. You can uh, rename it. So like if you're having the handphone or device name, please change it to a name. And you are encouraged to uh, keep your video on throughout the, the session. Um, without further ado, may I invite Brother How to request for the three refugees and five Steps for fighting
2: and death, please. Sukhi Hotu to all. Now let us request for three producers and five presents. Aham Bande, T. Saralina, Saha, Panchasilam, Daman Yachami, Anugaham Katawa silam deta nebante, tu tiampi aham bante, ti saralena saha, pancha silam, jang anugaham katawa. Silam deta nebante, tatiampi aham bante, ti saralena saha, pancha silam, jang anugaham katawa. Silam deta nebante.
3: Ya, mahang wadami Ama arahato sama sambudasa. Namu tase bhagavato sama sama sambudasa.
2: Namo more,
3: the sir, Sama I want to, but I
2: want to,
3: some some Buddha, sir. Budang Sarananga Charmy, sang khang saraṇang gacchāmi dvitiyampī buddhaṃ saraṇang gacchāmi
2: dvitiyampī buddhaṃ saraṇang gacchāmi
3: titiyampī dhammaṃ saraṇang gacchāmi
2: dvitiyampī dhammaṃ saraṇang gacchāmi
3: dvitiyampī saṅghaṃ saraṇang gacchāmi dvitiyampī saṅghaṃ
2: saraṇang
3: at budang sarananga charmi.
2: The ampi budang sarananga charmi.
3: At damang saranang gacami.
2: ampi da mong sarananga
3: charmi. The ampi da mong sarananga charmi. At sangang sarananga charmi. At the ampi, ampi
4: Amavante.
3: Okay. Next page. Okay. Pana Dipata Veramani Sikapa Dang Samadiami.
2: Pana Tipata Veramani Sikapa Dang Samadiami.
3: Adina Dana Veramani Sikapa Dang Samadiami. Adina Dana
2: Veramani Sikapa Dang Samadiami.
3: Kamesu Michachara Veramani Sikapa Dang Kamesu
2: mica chara we sikapadang
3: musawada we sikapadang samadhyami. musawada we sikapadang samadhyami. samadhyami. sura meraya pamadatana we <coughs> sikapadang Sura Miraya
2: Paja command the Tarna, where a man is come down some on the Hotu.
3: Ida may see Lang Wahang Hotu.
2: Ida, me silang, asawa wahang hotu.
3: Ida me silang Nibana Sapachayo Hotu.
2: Me silang nibana Sapachayo
3: Hotu. Sarnena, Saha Pancha, Silang Damang, Sadukang, Katwa, Apamadena, Sampa Deta. Ama Sadu, Sadu, Sadu. Okay, now we start with our meditation. First, before we start try to drop off everything that's in your mind. Like just just drop everything first so that at least nothing is on the mind. Totally drop everything. Or you can imagine the state of mind that you have after you finish exams or finish all your work or finish all your responsibility where you are totally free. You feel totally drop everything.
4: Okay, now relax the body but keep the back straight but comfortable. We will start with awareness of the different parts of the body or body scan method. Starting from the top of the head,
3: just aware of whatever sensations that you have heat, cold, prickling sensation, hardness,
4: softness, roughness,
0: whatever sensations. Just aware of it. Down to the forehead aware of any sensations on the forehead. Down to the face. Any
4: prickling, tingling sensations, sharp sensation. Just aware.
0: Go to the back of the head. Aware of any sensations. numb sensation, heat, cold. Move down to the neck. Tense sensation or hardness, just aware. from the neck to the shoulders, heat, cold, hardness, any sensations at all. From the shoulders down to the whole
4: hands, the arms, just aware. If there are no sensations, it's okay. That's a type of sensation. Important thing is to have the awareness.
0: Move further down to the wrist. The fingers, aware of any sensations, flowing sensations, tickling sensations. Back to the chest area, any sensations on the chest area. Just aware.
4: the chest move down to the abdomen any sensations in the abdomen
0: from the abdomen to the back of the body. Stickiness,
4: sensation, flowing sensation, heat, cold, whatever sensation.
0: In the back of the body, down to the buttock, maybe heaviness
4: of the body on the buttock, or hardness. Any sensations at all? Just aware
0: from the buttock to the
4: ties, both ties, heaviness, lightness, hardness. Tinkling sensation, any sensation
0: from the thigh to the ankle uh, to the knees. sharp sensations, numb sensations.
4: From the knee down to the rest of the legs, all the way to the ankle and the sole of the feet. Any sensations that you can feel.
0: just aware of the sensation.
4: Okay, just now aware, just stay in awareness without any object for a few seconds. Just stay in this totally relaxed state of the mind, totally free and relaxed. Now the next object we'll do is sound, we'll do sound meditation, just aware of any sound that you hear. Now continue to be aware of any background sound in your place, just aware. Just know
0: the sound that's coming into your ear.
4: The okay, next meditation object
3: is form meditation. Remember, the important thing is the awareness. The object not so important. As long as you are aware, you are in your meditation. Now, slowly open your eyes and look in front of you. Any object that you, that's in front of you, you can pay attention to one object two objects or a few objects, up to you. Just aware of any object or objects in front of you. Don't make any effort. No need to strain. If you need to blink your eyes, it's okay. Just aware of any object in front
4: of you. Without any effort, just know or you can say see the object in front of you.
3: next object we will do is metta loving kindness meditation but I'll guide you through slightly different way of doing this metta you can choose to close your eyes or half close or
4: open it's okay first is keep a smile on your face a smile in your heart feel the warm the
3: happy feeling in your heart if you can't think of the happiest moment in your life but don't go into the story just capture that emotion that you have the happiest time that emotion
4: keep that feeling in your heart then wish yourself to be well happy free from enmity May I be well, be happy, may I be free from enmity. The wish not so important, the
3: feeling important, more important. Try to keep the feeling, even though it's very subtle, it's okay. You don't have to have a very strong, warm feeling. Just a very subtle feeling is good enough. Wish yourself... May I be well and happy.
4: May I be free from suffering. Keep the smile in your heart, in your face. Feel the warmth in your heart. next think of
3: someone you respect but must be same sex that means if you are male think of a male person if you are female think of a female someone that you respect but probably not your family members because there will be attachment there put the image of this person in your mind visualize this person smiling and wish the person to be well, happy, free from enmity, free from suffering. Again, more important is the feeling that you have for that person, the
4: happiness, the love in your heart.
0: The wish only
4: helps to guide you to the feeling. If you can maintain the feeling, can drop the wish also. But if not, can use the wish as a guide. May this person be well, happy, free from enmity,
0: free from suffering. Maintain the smile in your heart or the smile on your face. Feel your
4: body if you can feel your whole body can slowly open your eyes
3: okay i want to explain a few things the last meditation i introduced to you is um one way of doing metta is have this wish for yourself and then someone you respect, and then someone neutral. Today I didn't go to the rest. someone neutral, and then someone that you have difficulty with. And if you can be okay with all these three categories, then you go back and add another category, someone that you love. Okay So this is one way to do. And then when you have these four, just now four categories someone. Uh, Five actually, yourself, someone that you love, um, someone you respect, neutral, and someone you have difficulty. Then you pick one from each one and keep doing until you break the barrier as in no more difference between these different type of people. But um, I want to share with you is that for some people, if you have difficulty with uh, breath as an object, Sometimes using meta might be useful, okay because uh, at least you are not somehow when you, we focus we put our attention on the breath we, we get might get stressful as in you know, we use our brain to to focus on the object, but somehow if you are aware of your happy feeling, it's more like opening up the uh, heart so it might be easier for some people and also introduce you to one object type of meditation. This will develop our collectiveness of mind, uh, samadhi. Okay? Samadhi usually is translated as concentration, and I don't like tran- that translation because that translation gives the idea that you are focusing using a lot of effort. A better translation I found from uh, Bhante Vimala Ramsey, uh, who used to be in Malaysia and now is in the US, is uh, collectiveness. Collect- of the mind, that means your mind is collected, it's here so one way to have this collectedness of mind is have one stable object what I've been trying to introduce to you in most of the session is we keep changing different objects, that's one way to develop awareness but if you want to develop the mind more collected towards, uh, in a sense focus but not with effort is uh, one object without changing. Okay, And also, uh, I introduced you to meditation, one sound meditation and form meditation. Sound meditation, I found it is very useful for myself. I don't know about you all and some other people that I introduce in another group that I have is that it helps us to be able to accept whatever sound. If you do it if you do more and more sound meditation, you will realize that less and less uh, noisy sound affects you because you can take in all types of sound. And form meditation also trains you to be able to accept whatever form that you see. So this type of meditation to me is quite helpful as in it helps us to be able to accept whatever situation that we see. Accept doesn't mean we don't do anything. First, go to accept whatever happens to you because you have no control, then only you can take the next step of doing the best thing you can. So, uh, yeah, this is a bit of explanation. There's another one we didn't manage to do. Next week, maybe we'll do. is a thought meditation, which I like a lot also to watch your thoughts as it arise. Okay, any questions on the meditation first? Please remember in Buddhist meditation is cultivation of the mind. It's not just uh, sitting still. So actually, like the sound meditation I introduced to you, you can do it in normal daytime while you're walking, while you're talking, uh, sub-form meditation, seeing also you can. Thought meditation also can. Even the metta sending to a person that you respect, you can do it um, the whole day. So all this is uh, you can do it in your daily activities. Any question? Or sharing on this. Uh, anyone has any experience they want to share for the
4: meditation part? Anyone? Anyone has any discovery or.
3: Okay, if not, along the way, if you feel any experience you want to share because you'll be helpful for other people if you could uh, share what you what you feel or what you see because uh, in my other group, someone shared that through the sound meditation now, it's much easier for her to not get affected by any uh, noise or any sound which she used to get affected by. Okay. Now, there's a few things I want to share today. One is... To keep emphasizing that um, Buddha Dharma is not something for us to to learn for knowledge only. If you want to learn Buddha Dharma for knowledge, it's okay, it's good, uh, but that's not the aim of the Buddha. He didn't teach the Dharma for us to study so that we become an expert in memorizing the Dharma, it's for us to explore the reality in our daily life. For us to see, to recognize this Buddha Dharma in our life itself, to solve all the suffering or problems we encounter in in our daily life. So it's practical use, not um, just for knowledge. If you're learning it for knowledge, it's good. I'm not saying it's bad, but please remember the aim is um, for us in the end to see it in our daily life. So which is back to this Friday night session, awareness of Dharma and daily drama. I keep encouraging you all, please share whatever experience you have in your daily life because it will help other people when you share. And I want to uh, continue back with two weeks ago, the last person that shared YK, which happens to be my cousin's sister. She shares about how she always she keep thinking her boss, uh, sort of discriminate against her as in doesn't give her any guidance or doesn't give her any help. Until one day when she talked to the boss, she realized that the boss never treat her as a uh, someone under her staff. The boss treat her as like a colleague, so never like really give her guidance or advice because she felt the boss felt they are on the same level. So it clears a lot of things. So you can see that our mind creates a story and we suffer that story for quite a long period of time until we talk to the person involved. And in fact, we are always living in a thought-created world. So if you can, but you have to see it for yourself. You have to recognize, see it, and really know it for yourself. It it doesn't help by telling yourself, it's all my thought, it's just my thought, it's just my thought, it doesn't work, you can't brainwash yourself. Once you see, it's like, if you see that you are slapping yourself, you can't continue slapping yourself. If you see that you are tickling yourself, you can't tickle yourself, you can't, there's no way you can tickle yourself and make yourself laugh. So, it's only by seeing, okay? Another example, um, I want to give is my sister in law she has a colleague who keep has this worry and fear that she will take over her his position he keeps feeling uh, feeling threatened and keep giving a lot of problem to uh, my sister in law until one day when they talk then he only realized that she's never interested in, in taking over her position because at, I I know very well my sister-in-law is a workaholic. She just wants to work and work and uh, she's the type of person that you want to employ because never ask what she will get from the company but ask herself what she can give to the company. It's the type of person where they say, do not ask what the company can do for you, ask what you can do for the company. So this is a fantastic employee. Uh, Not me, but uh, people like her is a fantastic employee for to be hired. So by not knowing, her colleague actually suffered, I guess, for quite a long period of time, suffered feeling threatened, have this worry and so on. So again, it's a story created by ourselves that this person is a threat, this person might take over my position and so on. So actually, if you pause and look back in our life, we suffer quite a lot through our own creation. Even a few days ago, it's quite strangely, um, I asked someone to help to, to fix something was, was broken, and somehow it wasn't fixed, and I was a bit upset, and uh, somehow, but I know it's, it's my own creation, at least I know, okay, so I don't uh, create problem as in say something or do something that you regret later. But uh, sometimes you know, even you know, you get stuck in that for a while until that wears out, the thoughts wear out, and of course the person just forget. Okay, people forget. So, uh, but we create our story that you no, know, ah, this person how come he's like that and so on. Maybe you know he don't care and so on. We create many many different stories and we live in that stories and we suffer in that story. Unfortunately, um, the story that we create, the thoughts that we create, it's not just 3D. It's not like, you no, know, we are watching 3D movies so real. This is 6D. You have sight, you know, hearing, smell, tasting, the feeling of the body, and also the perception in your mind. So you have a, it's like watching a 6D movie. So it, it's, it's so real. But <laughs> that's why awareness is important. If once in a while you can step back, you can see that you are the actor, you are the director, you are the movie producer, and you are also the audience. So once in a while, you have to step back and play the audience part. If you ask me, um, how how do I step back? Very easy, like now you, you are hearing what I'm saying, but you also know you're hearing. You are sitting down and you also know you're sitting down. That knowing that you are sitting down, that knowing that you're hearing, that's stepping back, as in the third party being aware. So that's where the awareness comes in. In order for you to move out of this illusion world created by our thoughts, we, we need a certain amount of our
4: awareness. Now, this um,
3: movie that's created by our mind, it's very real as in I want to give you an example. If you are <coughs> in a dream, you are drive, you suddenly get a, a brand new car you know, that you like. Maybe I don't know what car you like, maybe Bentley or Mercedes or whatever car. And you feel very, very happy. Then you started driving the car, and suddenly you heard there's a knock on your back, some motorcycle hit your car, and you get very upset and agitated because your car got hit. Then you stop the car and come out and look. And actually, it's a small den. And you, know, you suddenly feel relief. All these phases of, of emotions that you go through are real and that you experience in your dream. But you never had the car, and the car was never there at the first place. So same in our daily life as in... Because we are experiencing... I keep emphasizing we are experiencing our thoughts. We never experience the car that we drive or the people we, we talk to. I have a question actually on this. Um, let's say if you are in a dream, you are, you are driving and you have a very serious accident and you are totally injured and you're also very worried about you know, who's gonna take care of my family members and all that. What can you do to solve this suffering in the dream without waking up?
4: I will give you half a minute to ponder
3: and you can type in the chat group. What can you do to solve your suffering in the dream without waking up? If you wake up, then okay, of course it's solved. There's no more dream. That's enlightenment. But without waking up, how do you solve your suffering in the dream? Let me see anyone.
4: Um, okay, there's some questions. I, I, will,
3: I, will, uh, I will answer the questions. Anyone has any? Someone has the uh, first. <coughs> I, will, I will read out
4: all the rest when small come in. Anyone has any ideas how to solve this
3: suffering in the dream without waking up? Oh, okay. You are very uh, both. Okay, maybe you, know, you all can continue typing, but I like both the answer. Very good answer. Recognize I'm in the dream, aware that you are in the dream. Um, contemplate on the suffering that's temporary only and keep changing. Okay, you can try that, but the, actually, the best answer is aware that it is a dream, aware that you are in a dream, or recognize that I'm in the dream same, okay. Once you are aware that you are in a dream, you can do anything because it's a dream. You can immediately heal. It, it's a dream. You can fly. You know, I don't know how many of you have tried where in the dream you know it's a dream, but you didn't wake up. Once you wake up, okay, then it's no more. Already. It's in a dream, but somehow you know it's a dream, but you didn't wake up. It happens to me only once and in that time i can do anything i want can fly i can change my clothing whatever color i want by just snapping my fingers um that's what will happen if you realize that the actual daily life that you live it's in a dream because you are i keep emphasizing that you are experiencing your thought created world and not the world that is out there and the thought creator world is the same as your dream, so when you really realize it, you, you have to realize it, you can't like uh, another example is uh, Sister Chandima Yuhua told me, uh, mentioned once in the group that she did see this for a few aspects and one aspect I can't remember the details, she was maybe really upset with something and she kept telling herself that Bante said, it's all my thought, it's all my thought and it didn't work of course it didn't work. You can't brainwash yourself. You have to really see that it's a dream. It's, it's, it's created by your thoughts. Then it won't affect you anymore. So, please try to keep exploring and also please do share because it will help other people. And I want to also let you know that you might start off with like most people that you think 100% of your experience is what happens to you, 0% is your thinking, then slowly as you listen to my sharing and other people's sharing, maybe it will be like, you think 50-50, you know? 50% of the time is what I experience is really what happens to me, and the other 50% of time is my thinking of what happens to me. You might, If you progress, explore further, it might reach 10-90, as in no, ten percent is what really happens to me, and ninety percent is all my thoughts. Slowly, until you reach the time where you really see it's zero percent. I never experience what happens to me. Hundred percent of the time, I experience my thoughts. Then only you have the confidence that you are not affected anymore. So it's a process. Okay, you won't be able to see it immediately, and there are certain aspects I keep emphasizing blind spot, you might not be able to see, okay, so be patient, but it's fun if you keep exploring, okay, it's fun because you will laugh at yourself when you see that you yourself created it, but it doesn't mean you'll be able to get out immediately, like I shared the other day, I was upset for quite some time, okay, but I know it's from my mind, you know, telling, it's my thought created, well, why the person didn't do this, how come he didn't, you know, it's just a simple thing and so on. I know it's created by myself, but it still takes some time to wear out. But don't worry, as long as you don't put in more fuel, thoughts are impermanent. It will run out by itself. You don't even need to do anything to stop it. In fact, if you try to stop it, it will prolong longer. Whatever you resist, persist. So no need to try to stop it, but you've got to see that it's an illusion. It's created by your mind. When you can see your thoughts create your reality, it's like there's a jump in your level of awareness or consciousness. So um, please, you know, this is an invitation for you to see that there is, another, there is this another world, which is the real world, the world where, Thoughts create your reality, okay. And it's very helpful because uh, uh, there's this metaphor which I like a lot. It's like um, imagine you are you are flying in a plane, okay, and there are clouds. The clouds is like your your thoughts, you know, in your emotions and your perceptions. If you think they are really real. Imagine you're flying in the sky. You'll be like, oh, there's another cloud there. There's another cloud. And then you, you will be like struggling in a plane. There's another cloud on the right. But when once you know the clouds, which are your thoughts, emotions, and your perceptions are not really solid. You know, they are just like a dream. It's an illusion. You can fly through the clouds and dive through the clouds. And it's so much fun. You're not affected anymore. When you see clouds, it's like, oh, yes, another cloud. I can dive through it you're not afraid that you're going to hit a crash into the clouds because they are not solid. Okay, So um, it's very helpful if you can. Life will be, you know, so I keep exploring. It will be more fun and more interesting and more exciting. And in fact, there's no much effort. You just need to see. You just need to look in this direction that I'm pointing. You will be able to see without much effort, but you have to at least open your eyes and look. Okay. Now, one thing that can help us is uh, a silent mind, which I share in the uh, Exploring Your Reality series uh, last week on Saturday, that (coughs) we have this flow of wisdom if we are in a silent mind. Okay. I want to clarify a few things. Silent mind doesn't mean a mind without thoughts, without noise. Okay. I will try to explain what a silent mind is. Try not to, um, not to try to hold on to my words. Try to feel what I'm trying to describe. Okay, silent mind is the space within which experiences and thoughts comes and go. Silent mind is the space where sound comes and go. Silent mind is the space between letters that allow us to read the words. Silent minds is the silence that is always present underneath the variability of our own imagination or thinking. So, silent minds is not uh, nothing. It's not total quiet without noise. It's, you you are in this space within you or the space or the quietness where noise come out and go away. You are in this space where things come and go away. Okay, so if you can stay in this um, silent mind or you can call it space within, you will get the flow of wisdom and also you will get the happiness that we seek for, which is always there in the background, okay? Now, how to get to this silent mind is uh, presence. The doorway to the silent mind is being here and now. Uh, And one thing to add on to last week's uh, talk on flow of wisdom, you don't have to wait for the flow of wisdom to come because we are this silent mind. We are this wisdom. So no, no need to wait for insight. Insight, we are insight. So it's us, okay? You just have to be aware of that. Okay. Any, Okay, let me answer questions in the chat group first.
0: Um,
3: let me go top. Can I do daily activities while opening eyes and doing things with meditation? ways all the time? Yes, <laughs> if you, depends on what meditation you do. If you are doing, like just now the sound meditation, while you're doing normal activities, you can continue just aware of whatever sound that comes. Or the metta sending happiness, uh, loving kindness to a person, you can keep doing it all the time. How do we focus all the moments when doing daily? Um, things, you, you, of course, you will be moving between two different objects. You'll be doing your things and then you'll be um, aware of the sound. It's just like now you are uh, listening to me, you're aware that you're listening to me. So you're not doing exactly the same moment, but you are swapping between uh, two different things. Can I just contemplate on sensation, feeling, thoughts, and movements in daily activities when any of those arises? Yes, you can do that. You can be aware of sensation, feeling, thoughts, or movements uh, whenever they arise. Okay. Um, Can Bante further explain these important things? All of us have natural mental health and innate flow of wisdom. Okay, all of us have natural mental health. I mentioned quite a few times that you look at babies, they, they never need there is never a baby that has depression that need uh, counseling or psychiatric treatment. Because we are born happy, we are born um, in a sense that with natural mental health. So actually, even people in uh, in psychiatric war in asylum, they they are actually they have natural mental health, but they didn't know it. Okay. It's just that if they're aware, then they will be able to uh, get back to a natural mental health. And there's actually a psychiatrist in US called Dr. Bill Patick, who actually was very successful in, in his uh, practice because uh, I never re- n- realized this until I, I read about him, is that in the field of psychiatry, actually, they never really in a sense that cure any patients. It's just that they, they try to mitigate to help the patients not to get overly crazy. If you can keep the patient, not go crazy, you, you are already doing well. You never really soft patients. But this doctor soft patients. So it's incredible because he has a very different mindset. He has this mindset that, there is no crazy people in the world. Everyone is naturally, they have innate mental health, but it's just that they didn't know. And with this, but he really, really believed this. Okay, And it's not fake belief. So it's very different when, this, when you have total belief in this. So, and of course, through his uh, practice, he saw that that's the reality. So he managed to help a lot of people. And it's quite interesting. I, I read there's one case where one lady who was uh, in taking a lot of depressive drugs and all that was really mentally problematic. And the interview after she was cured, okay, and she was saying that the first time she met this doctor, she was thinking, at last, they introduced me to a doctor who is as crazy as I am. Because the first thing Dr. Paddock told me like that I talk to her is, you are actually not, not crazy. You are fine. So she said that's the first time, when the first time she met this doctor, she thought, no, finally, they sent a psychiatrist who is as crazy as I am, but she got cured in here. So yeah, we have natural uh, mental health, but we don't know it. And innate flow of wisdom. Since young, since baby, we know what to do to learn to walk. No one really teaches to walk or teaches to talk. Okay. And uh, we just learn. And we never think it's a failure when we fall down because we we just know that, you know, we, we just fall down, we just stand up and walk again. So we do have innate flow of wisdom. And if you look back in your life, when you are not lost in your thinking that I have to make this important decision, you always know what to do in whatever situation. You always make the best decision possible at that moment with your knowledge, with your capability. So we, we do have this innate flow of wisdom. When you are in the silent mind that I described this now, if you are lost in your thoughts, then you, your, your innate flow of wisdom is still there, but you are not in touch with it. Yeah, but doesn't mean thoughts are bad. Okay, Thoughts have been given very bad marketing or publicity. It's, thoughts are very powerful, creative tool, but and Unfortunately, we become servant to the thoughts. If you master it, very powerful. So thoughts are not bad, okay. so that's why maybe next week we'll do. I, I did we did do last uh, two weeks ago, thought meditation. Just use thoughts as object. Then you become friends with the thought and you don't think thoughts are so bad after all. Okay, let me see any other question. Um, maybe. Amara, can you help me check if I miss any questions?
1: Uh, no more questions, but just sharing. Um,
3: yeah. Okay, someone so said, have... never have any dreams during sleep for many years since after practice Sati and Vipassana meditation in few meditation retreat. That's good. Congratulations. I have plenty of dreams. Uh, somehow th- this is my life. And I begin to live with it because I realized that most people have dream. Because uh, at one time I was struggling because uh, one of my teachers said, how come you always have dream? You know, I never have any dream. And then I realized that one day the teachers shared with me that, last night I saw this and, and that. I was like, yeah, isn't that a dream? And my teacher said, no, I had a vision. It's like, okay, vision, dream, maybe, you know, different. But uh, anyway, I have, uh, it's good if you're not disturbed by dreams. Um, okay, Satima, not long ago I dreamed of a broken, I broke my leg in accident, I was surprised that I could tell myself that don't worry it was just a dream, then I laughed it kept in my mind until I wake up Pante, your words had planted in our mind, yeah, if you can do that, it's fantastic uh, if you, I always this is my wish, somehow I've never repeated it because maybe I didn't try hard enough, is to Know that it's a dream, but didn't wake up. Because if you keep training that way, when you know that it's a dream, you didn't wake up, inside that dream, you can keep changing things. Then in your real life, you can do that also. Um, I think you know, this is one way those, uh, those uh, disciples of the Buddha, with the psychic power, they are able to perform psychic is because they don't treat this daily as, as a <coughs> real, it's an illusion. When you can see it's an illusion, like a dream, then you can fly, you can do whatever you want. Um, okay. Someone say, aware, aware and accept that it's a dream, it's not real and it will pass. Yes, but you can't do it like a, 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 a mantra, you can't tell yourself, this is a dream, Okay, it will pass. It doesn't work that way. You have to really see. That it's an illusion created by you. Um, okay. Any, Amara, please let me know if that, I missed any questions. Yes, Pandey,
1: we have one if question not, here. We will yeah.
3: continue. Uh,
1: this question is by Andre. Uh, she asks, Could we have the silent mind Bhante shared just now in a typed sentence? Okay.
3: Maybe, okay. Uh, <laughs> Today I want to share actually a bit more on uh, Um. We'll, we'll see how much we can uh, finish, then we can continue next week. Um, I thought I will share some, go back to some uh, basic basic dharma, as in Four Noble Truth. Because someone asked me uh, about Four Noble Truth, so I want to go to Four Noble Truth. And uh, they, four Noble Truth basically is about Dukkha. So they, I will start with the word Dukkha. And uh, Dukkha basically... Normally, it's translated as uh, suffering, sometimes in the old translation, distress. Um, But actually, Dukkha means a lot of things. It can mean imperfection, pain, disharmony, discomfort, irritation, awareness of incompleteness, awareness of insufficiencies. But I like more the maybe the, the translation of unsatisfactoriness. It's like... You don't. You can't really fully satisfy you. That's that's the meaning of dukkha. And uh, dukkha has usually has three, three, uh, three types of dukkha. Normally, dukkha dukkha, which is the pain we have, the uh, pain as in you know meeting someone that you don't like and so on, uh, pain in the body and so on, or maybe broken heart and so on. Uh, second one is preparing nama dukkha the change when uh, something you like suddenly disappear. And this one is very common because uh, everything in life is impermanent. That's why Anicca and Dukkha is linked together. Everything keeps changing, but somehow we can't accept this fact. That's why we have Dukkha. If you can accept this fact, actually life is quite fun because without impermanence, when you're sick, you're always sick. I'll be still coughing if there's no impermanence. Because there's impermanence, when you're sick, you can get cured. When you're poor, you can get rich. But we never look at this way. We don't like impermanence because we think when we're healthy, we can get sick. When we're rich, we can get poor. But you never look at the other way. So impermanence and dukkha come together because we can't accept impermanence, then we have this dukkha. And the last one is sankara dukkha. Sankara is... Um, normally translated as formations or volitions, like (laughs) our body formations itself, it's Dukkha because it keeps changing. Our mind keeps changing. Anything that's made from a lot of things, any compounded things, they keep changing. So that's why there's uh, this Dukkha. And back to Dukkha is that... um, some there's another saying, Sabe sankara dukkha. All, all compounded things, all formations are unsatisfactoriness, unsatisfying. Okay, and I also want to stress that um, life is not suffering, dukkha, because we can choose. It's the like the talk that I gave, pain is sometimes unavoidable. Like my cough was unavoidable, maybe avoidable, but. You know, once it started, it's unavoidable. But suffering is optional. We can choose whether we want to suffer that pain that we have or not. And this is very famous. If you ask me, where did Buddha say this? Buddha gives a simile of the two arrows. Buddha says that the pain in the body is the first arrow you can't avoid. Everyone will have pain. But the mental suffering you can avoid. You don't have to keep dwelling in my hand is so painful, my hand, why, my me? And so how how come I have this pain and so on. That is avoidable when you can accept whatever that comes to you. So this is a a good training, which I share also on Saturday about if you can accept that you can't really control what happens to you, but you can control what you, how you respond, then uh, your life will be much more happier because then you don't have to suffer whatever pain that happens to you because that how we respond is optional. So if you can bear this in mind, it will solve uh, a lot of problems. So now, we will start with the uh, first noble truth. And this is from uh, Dharmachakapavatana Sutta, the turning of the view of uh, dhamma Dharma. But before I go ahead, any questions first or sharing? I always like uh, to hear sharings from people. Okay. Um, Bate, oh, okay, can I hear? can't hear. Sorry.
1: 90%. Okay, can you hear now, Bate?
3: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: Lucky, sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh, Banti, we have a question just now for Andrew. So she yeah. asked, uh, Suki Otu Bante, could we have the silent mind Banti chat just now in the type sentence?
3: Oh, okay. I will yeah. send it to uh, Bihui mm-hmm. and send to it to you. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: So we have a second share, uh, sharing by Sister Chingduan. So she said I had a dream some time ago and I can continue the same dream after that. And when I was in the second dream, I know I was dreaming and try to continue what I did not complete in the first dream.
3: Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Um, but can you try to l- learn to control the dream, like you know, fly in the dream or I don't know maybe appear and disappear and so on. Then you train yourself to see that you can do whatever you want in the dream. Okay.
5: Yeah, but it was a flying dream. I I dream, I flew up.
6: Oh, okay, okay, uh, interesting. Uh,
5: yeah, then I, I cannot carry the things and I drop off. So the second time I remember that, so I don't want to carry things, but I still drop off anyway.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, So you are like... A, you haven't fully see that it's a dream yet.
5: Second because, time, I know it's a dream. Ah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you fall off because you didn't... Because if you know it's a dream, you can do whatever you want.
5: Oh, it's, okay. We'll try that again. <laughs>
3: yeah, this is like... A, this is like... A, a, the movie... Those who have watched the movie, The Matrix, that even knew at the beginning, he when he was introduced by Morpheus that everything in the in the matrix is not real, it's computer-created. He also was very apprehensive, like when he, when he jumped from building to building, although he knows it's not real, you can just jump, he was like very afraid. It's like us, in the beginning, we still not sure yet, you know, maybe it's real. So it takes some training to get used to it, to slowly see that all are created by our thoughts. Okay, but created by our thoughts doesn't mean nothing. So this one also uh, important to, to know that Buddhism don't believe in nihilism as in it's like a rainbow, it's there but it's not there. Our self also, they sort of there's a self, but not really a self because there's no permanent self, there's an illusory self. So it's not like there's nothing because uh, some Buddhists can move to nihilism as in thinking that there is totally nothing and that's that's not the, what Buddha taught. Okay, any other person sorry just now my speaker somehow my speaker once in a while automatically switch off. okay
1: Okay uh, now uh, we don't have any more uh, new questions.
3: Okay anyone wants to have any sharing before I go on? Any sharing of your experience in daily life, any dharma that you see in your daily drama, so that your drama is not wasted. You can make merits by sharing the dharma of your of your drama so that the drama doesn't go to waste. Um yeah, please do uh Contemplate and, and share anytime. You can either type or uh, raise your hands to, to share. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, today, maybe I'll go ahead with the first noble truth. So, in the turning of the view of Dharma, the Buddha mentioned what is uh, dukkha. So, Buddha didn't, I don't, as far as I know, I don't see anywhere where the Buddha says, you know, life is suffering. And uh, I guess many Buddhists have this idea that implanted in them that life is suffering, things are really bad, and you know, Buddhism is very pessimistic, but there's no such as far as I, I know. So even in this Chakra, uh, uh, which is the first Sutta that the Buddha taught, it, actually on the part of uh, Dukkha, Buddha just has this idam ko pana bikawe dukang sacham, which is this then monk is the noble truth of suffering. There's no mention about life is suffering or you know, life is bad or what is Buddha just say this then man is the noble truth of suffering and Buddha gave the list which is jati pi dukkha jati which is birth is dukkha. This birth can be our birth, which is painful, of course, not just for us, for the mom also, for the mother, but also every moment we are actually born, we are use our. Thoughts create ourselves. We, we are actually, the last moment, Nyaninda, is gone. Now, the new moment, Nyaninda. So, we are creating a Nyaninda all the time. And that is suffering because it's a illusory and we think it's real. That's why where the suffering comes from or unsatisfactoriness. Because we think this Nyaninda is real, but it's illusory. It's not nothing, it's a self created, uh, thought created Nyaninda. Next one um, Jara P. Jara is in oh the change, because we created this. and then it changes, so we have this unsatisfactoriness. We are be duko, uh, sickness, illness is uh, suffering or dukkha or unsatisfactoriness because you know we hold on to health, not knowing that actually illness is quite useful. We we don't see the. Um, the uh, again you know, no one do marketing and TR publicity for for sickness like for example the cough I have of course actually I, I didn't really suffer that much you know actually the biggest suffering I have is getting concerned that everyone is so concerned about me so I got to quickly get cure so that people don't get too concerned about me because people keep saying but they keep thinking think take this take that to to cure anyway um. It's actually a blessing in disguise because when I share with you, then you see that illness and sickness is not, it's not bad because uh, actually it solved the, the root problem. My cough doesn't come from the throat or the lungs. It comes from the digestive system. My digestive system wasn't very good in the first place, but somehow I managed to suppress it as in immune to it Normally, after eating, I don't feel comfortable. But when you keep ignoring it, somehow that uncomfortable feeling don't bother you anymore. But it doesn't mean that you solve the digestive problem. So for me, I keep ignoring until it doesn't bother me. But the digestive system problem is there. But because of this cough, I have to solve it. So now um, I'm on the way to solve this uh, digestive system uh, digestive problem, uh, system problem. So. Illness is not bad. Without this illness, this problem will be a time bomb. One day, the, the whole system will totally break down. Um, a lot of parts of our body is amazing. You'll be quite surprised. Like our liver, it can function even with 50% of it gone. So when, sometimes some people, when they realize it, the liver it, it can be on repair because our body is amazing. When you ignore the problem, it can keep functioning. So um, awareness again is important. When you have more awareness on your body, then easier for you to detect. But of course, if you ignore it, you can't. Like for me, because I, I somehow choose to keep ignoring it, you know, suppress it because you know it's too troublesome. I, although the signal is important, but don't keep ignoring it, then you can also suppress it, but it will be a time bomb. So illness is not that bad in that sense, it's, it's a signal that something is wrong, that you need to fix it. Okay, the next one is um, Maranangpi dukang, death is suffering, or, or unsatisfactory. But actually, it's again, death is not so bad in a sense. Okay, I'm not advertising <laughs> death, it's good. Because it, it, it gives us a chance to, to renew, a new body comes out, in a sense. You start a, a new life. So, um, imagine if you live forever, you won't see impermanence also. Like devas in, in the heavenly realm, they, very difficult for them to see impermanence. So, very difficult for them to see unsatisfactoriness and non-self. All these are linked because they live very, 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 very long. So, death is not that bad in that sense. Okay? But doesn't mean that we look for, we go and look, you know, try to find death. Okay, next one is Apiehi Sampo Yogo Duko. This is uh, being united with people that we don't like. That is uh, unsatisfactoriness or suffering. This one is actually, again, very subjective. People that we like or things that we like or don't like can change overnight. Today, we might like that person. Tomorrow, we might not like. So, again, it's created by our thoughts. Our world is created by our thoughts. Then the next one is uh, piehi vipayogo duko Separation from people that we like, that's dear, is uh, dukkha, suffering or unsatisfactoriness. Again, people that we like can change overnight. So again, this is created by our thoughts. Next one is uh, Yampichang na labati tampi dukang Not obtaining what one wish for is suffering. We want something, but we don't get it, that's suffering. Um, This is the problem. When we think that um, our happiness depends on getting something from outside, then you will have this problem. But if you realize that we already have all the happiness that we want inside us, within us, in the space within us, then you don't have this problem. So this one is important if we try to be aware that we already have this peace and happiness that we are searching for. Then you can still go ahead and try to get your Bentley or your Lamborghini or your Mercedes. But when you don't get it, it's not a problem anymore because you already have the happiness inside you. You're, you might ask then, why would I still pursue all these things? Sometimes for fun, why do you still play game? When you know, sometimes game, you don't get anything for connection, for fun. So, but your life don't depend on it anymore. Okay. Then the last one is sankitena pacu padana kanda dukkha. This is very important. The in short, in summary, is the five grasping aggregates that is dukkha or uh, unsatisfactoriness or suffering. <laughs> this one is um, important because y- your existence itself. Is, uh, is suffering, in a sense, unsatisfactoriness. Um, when I say suffering, not as in pain and all that, as in it's not satisfying because, why it's not satisfying is because of our ignorance. We think that this, our existence is solid, it's real. But it is not. That's why we have this unsatisfactoriness. And I think mentioned many times in Finna Sutta, Buddha it says that, We are made of five aggregates and in Fina Sutta samyutta Nikaya, it says that these five aggregates, the body is like foam. Foam is not substantial. There's nothing solid there. Feeling is like a bubble. Also nothing substantial. The the mental perception is like a mirage. It looks very real, but it's not. Okay. And uh, mental formation is like the trunk of a banana tree, it's empty inside. And the greatest is the, our consciousness, our awareness. It's like a magician, it conjures up things which is not there. So they, everything is like an illusion. But illusion, again, is not nothing, it's very powerful. Rainbow is very beautiful, we enjoy it, but it's an illusion. Okay, so as long as we remember it, Um, it will help us in our life so this is uh, the first noble truth today I won't go further than the first noble truth one way to see first noble truth um, which if you see that why it is so noble is because that it it tells us that we are suffering because we don't see that everything
4: including the dreamer which is this
3: person here, is a dream. When you can see that everything that you experience, including yourself, which is the dreamer, is a dream, then you solve everything. And I think I mentioned once before, it's very noble because it's not like you see a problem, you have to find the cause, then find the work towards the solving the, the cause. It's like you see the problem, you immediately see the cause and the, the, the solution is done immediately. Because when you see it's a dream, you solve the whole, whole thing. There is no effort needed. When you see it's an illusion, there is no problem anymore. So this, this is a... Very important point. If we could um, explore, and I hope we can explore in our daily life to see illusion again. Please don't see it as nothing. To don't think that it is um uh, something to be disregarded. Illusion is the most powerful thing. Um, any sharing? Any questions?
0: That we. Have. Okay, Satima. Good evening, Bante. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah, two, three weeks ago, and I am actually working with someone. Um and then after that, uh, we didn't get contact with each other. And one morning one morning yeah this morning is about two weeks ago. I wake up early in the morning because I'm fresh and the thinking the thinking my works. Where um, the, the things goes like this: Am I not doing well with him or is he not satisfied with me anymore? Or am not meeting up with his um expectation, all sorts of this thought coming, coming into my mind. And suddenly, because that is morning and I haven't begun with acting yet, and so all these thought seems to be very clear. And at the moment, oh, I realized that hey, I am actually this thought will lead me to to let me to feel unhappy. Ah, the time, I, the moment I, I saw this and then it's just like come out, just come out from it and everything ceases. And what I, what I learned from it is if I keep on with all these thought, then it's the beginning of, of a drama and the time when we see it and it ends. And yeah. it's a big relief to me actually. Yeah, it clear my mind. And actually, two days later, the person contact me and then we continue with everything we did uh, in the past. And actually, things didn't happen, but it happened in my mind. (laughs) Actually, it's nothing happened. Everything just goes well. But somehow, yeah, all those thinking just arise. Thank you. That's my
3: sharing. Thanks for the sharing. Yeah, We always create our own imagination of what happens and then we get upset and suffer in that imagination. So it helps a lot if you can see that. Anyone, any insights or sharing? Samson Chua,
4: you have any insight? Samson? Uh, Yes. Yeah, you have any
3: sh- insights or sharing that you can uh, share with us? The last time you have very good sharing.
7: Oh, okay. Well, if you want to share, it's uh, actually sometimes uh, uh, we have some mindset that actually like to label things automatically. Like, for example, if uh, we see someone that uh, automatically labeled this is an ugly person or this is a pretty person, but it actually it's blind, uh, get our eyes blind that it actually in reality, the person is a kind person, or um, maybe a very uh, knowledgeable person, or uh, something like uh, if we are facing some problems, and we can label things that we is a very difficult uh, problems that we cannot solve, and stop us to move moving forward. Yeah, so it's a it's a factors that label, labeling that some things that in front of our, our eyes. But actually, we cannot uh, get stopped our thoughts. We can be calm, we can speak to the calm state of mind. And our flow of wisdom will say that, uh, this actually is not that. Uh, we cannot think uh, something uh, belongs to the factors. Maybe we can uh, move forward and explore more. Maybe it's not that that's what we thought.
3: Okay, great, great, good. Yeah, yeah, because we very fast, we label things and we have judgment. If you can see this, doesn't mean that tomorrow automatically we have no more labeling or judgment. We still continue to have, but we don't trust our this uh, discrimination that much. Oh, that's good. Okay, anyone, any other
4: uh, sharing or any?
3: Okay, Ellen can you unmute? You need to unmute. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Nama Budaya Bante. Yeah. Uh,
8: I realized I have an actual sharing. Uh, I, I find beside dailies uh, with our communications with other people that creates a lot of these thoughts. Uh, in our daily life, we use a lot of phones now to do communication like WhatsApp, you know, and we use words to send a message through. I would always have I mean, from the past, uh, now it's getting better. I would read and I would just get offended with the few words that the person read. Then my thought will start to build up stories. Wow, why this guy is so rude to me. Uh? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So some there are a few times uh, I actually would call the person. It's like I want to confront him. But when when I when we are on over the phone, uh, actually there's no such thing, you know. He's yeah. being so nice to me that I said, Wait, why am I so like this? Uh, it, it happens to me many times. I thought maybe it happens to me only, you see, because I never see my friends like sharing about this.
3: So I, I'm not sure, is this normal for me? I think it's normal for a lot of people, um, because when you use words, it, because when we talk to people, not just the words that convey the, the tone, if, mm. we, if we if say Nya, ninda, it means we are angry. But with that, cannot go through in the words when you type.
7: Yeah.
8: But sometimes I feel can... that, I, sometimes I really think too much. Even from words, I can form out the per- I, the person is ang- is being rude to me. The person is not being, you know. I mean, I, I at first I try to say, hey, I blame it on the other person, saying that he he used the wrong words. You know, he used those English words, which is very harsh. But as um, now as I progress, and uh, I see it already, I realize it's not the other's problem. It's my problem. Now I see it really. I just blame the other person.
3: No, it's actually your thoughts are very creative. <laughs> you can conjure up a very powerful imagination. So our thoughts are not bad. It's just that how you use it. It's just that you 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 use it on the wrong part, but you can direct it to you no. Know, to do for other more creative work.
8: I think so. I'll try to because I always talk to my tough thought now. and I say, You are really a smarty pants, can always come up with so many stories, you know. When I see now, I'll tell him like that. He say, you know, you are starting to be a smarty pants really telling me stories like that. This is how I get the, to, to to create okay. the
3: awareness. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one way. It's good. Good, good, okay, good sharing. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Uh Okay, Dr. Ui say something about interesting idea about being aware that one is in a dream. I always thought that dreams will just flow and have their own lives. Something for me to reflect. Um, I don't know what you mean by just flow and have their own lives, Dr. Ui. Or oh, you mean they are nothing substantial.
6: Good evening, Mande. Yeah. Yeah, just to say that uh, normally, in a dream, we just, uh, it just continue on its own. Uh, to me, it has its own life. Uh, but uh, the idea that a, I'm in a dream has never come across in my mind that it is a dream. Although when you wake up, then you only be aware that it is a dream. But never in, have I thought that in the dream, I'm aware I'm in the dream.
3: You try that. It'd be very interesting because you can do whatever you want. That's,
6: I thought that's
3: that's it's very difficult. De- I thought it's very difficult to do this, but I, I have someone who told me that she can do it quite a few times. So it, it depends. I must try.: <laughs> Yeah. Because it will be fun, because not only fun, if you can get used to it inside that dream, you know it's a dream and you keep uh, being able to change the dream in a sense, then when you in a waking life, you will be able to. Do that, so because you have done that in your dream, waking life is not much difference because you live in your thought-created world, and your thought-created thought is from your dream. I mean, your dream is also thought-created world, same.
6: Yeah, but I, I, my experience is, if I think of something a lot in the daytime, then at night when I sleep, I will dream of it. Even like in school, when I have maths problem, maths problem, sometimes I will just wake up with the solution and quickly write it down before I forget
3: yeah same i think most of us have this has this, uh, has this problem, not problem have this experience that if you think a lot about something at night when we dream it, it will come out yeah but i i my best friend in university always in the dream he find the solution to his uh, problems i never have this so lucky he always
6: oh my go my to mind. sleep the next
3: morning yeah the answer. Uh,
6: my supervisor advised me to put a notepad beside my bed and a torchlight. So if I ever have uh, any ideas writing my thesis then I should immediately write it down before I forget.
3: Yeah, that's that's a good idea. It's a good idea. But I'm not so lucky. My dream always rushing somewhere and all that. Okay. Any, any other thing? Any insights, Dr. Ui?
6: Not really. So far I have never had any dreams to solve problems. Oh, but any other problems. <laughs> any <laughs> other it's, insights that you have? But I think the for me the sound the meditation on sound is very useful. I, I use okay, it a good. lot, especially in gatherings. I normally don't like noise and I don't like in big crowds. So when I am I have no choice to be in big crowds like wedding dinners and all these. While waiting for the food, I normally meditate on sound. So it really helps me to just pass oh, the good. time. Very interesting good, good. way of passing time. So good, I do it normally in crowded areas.
3: Oh, okay, good. Yeah. It helps us get used to what one uh, Tibetan master called being okay with the not okay. And yeah. yeah,
6: comfortable with the noise. Yeah. yeah. Okay with the noise.
3: Yeah. Then we are not disturbed so much. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, someone, Irene says, Pante said, fly in the dream, aren't we practiced not to dwell in the dream and thoughts as well? Um, not to take the dream as real. The fly in the dream is to, to make you see that it's an illusion, so that in your daily life, you can also see the illusory nature. Of course, You've got to be careful not... Uh, uh, I hope I don't make you to become a Mara because uh, Mara sees the illusory nature and then it tries to control the world. So uh, as long as you don't become a Mara, it, it's okay. Um, another, quote, just sharing, I had a good friend suddenly turn me into enemy. Okay, that's... Um, quite common in the politic, politish, political world. I don't know why. Suddenly, I created many stories about her. After the incident, I suddenly realized maybe she created stories about me. That's true. We, created, we create stories about each other. i so relieved that it might be not my error or problems. We created stories quite often. I started not to believe in the stories created by my mind. Yeah, We created a lot of stories about other people and other people created a lot of stories about us. So. Um, yeah, quite often a lot of a misunderstanding of different between people, country, and all that comes from here, because we just create our own version. Everyone create their own version of the world. Okay, any other um, sharing or
0: questions that you all have? Next, we will continue with 2nd and 3rd, 4th, Noble Truth. Any other person? Be quiet this today.
4: Anyway, keep, keep exploring
3: in your daily life. Wish you all a, uh, good luck and enjoy. Have fun to uh, enjoy exploring. Um, please remember Buddha. Dharma is not for us to, to learn and then memorize and then uh, just keep the books in a bookshelf. It's for us to practice in our everyday life. And when you practice it, then you have more confidence. So our confidence don't come from blind faith. Our confidence comes from because we see the reality. We see the Dharma working in every moment in our life. So try to uh, check. That's the only way. Um, I can't make you see. Only you have to see for yourself. For me, it's, you might if you see from other angles, please do share also. Because for me, the easiest for me to see is uh, that all my feelings, all my experience come from my thoughts, and that is a big um, they call it game changer for me in the sense that um, it changed the way I, I see life when I saw that. So hopefully you, it will help to change your, your life. You will do a sharing of merits. You share merits with all the. Uh, Devas, all the Dharma protectors, all the guardian deities, share merits with all sentient beings, share merits with all family members, relative friends, especially departed family members, relative friends, and chesters. May aspiration always with the wise avoid the foolish, be free from greed, hatred, delusion. At the end, again, share merits with all beings, wishing each and every being have an equal share of merits. <laughs> sabe dewa numodantu sabba sampadisitiya etavata cha mehi sampadam punya sampadam sabe buta numodantu sabba sampadisitiya etavata cha mehi sampadam punya sampadam sabe satta numodantu sabba sampadisitiya idamene tinang ho tu sukita hon tu nyataya tinang ho tu sukita hon tu Idamea yeah. tinang hotu, skita hontunia tayo, Imina punya kame na, mame bala samagamo, Satang samagamo hotu, yawa pakia patia, Idame punyang asawa kayawa wahang hotu, Idame punyang nibana sa pachayo hotu, Mama punya bagang saba satanang pajema, te sabeme samam punya bagang labantu salu salu salu.
1: Thank you, Bhante. Um, brothers and sisters, before we end our session today, I have uh, two announcements. Uh, brother, how can you share the platform at slide, please? Yes, please.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Brothers and Sisters, the 20th, the annual 24-hour META event, which is a round-the-clock chanting by various Buddhist organizations and societies um, to pray for world peace and harmony. It's on its 11th year. And this year, it will be on the 25th and 26th December. And light offerings are also made on this day. So if you would like to make an offering, Um, you may access into the online form. There's a link here, which is www.24hourmeta.org slash lights offering. Or you can also scan the QR code. Then for updates on the event, you can receive the the Facebook page, which is also shown here, the 24 Hour Meta Facebook page. And yep, so the second announcement, uh, where the hell? Okay, so uh, on this coming Sunday, which is the day after tomorrow on 12 December at 2 p.m., there will be an English talk and Q&A by Bhante Kumara on the topic of subjugation. So it will be held live via Zoom only. It will not be on FB or YouTube and there will be no recordings. So uh, please try not to miss it. Uh, and for more info on the top, please visit the BMSM Facebook page, uh, as shown. Uh, the link is here. Yep. So with that, we have now reached the end of the session for today. Thank you everyone for participating. Uh, thank you so much, Fante. Uh, uh, Madu, stay sadu. safe and have a good night. Nadu, <laughs> everyone. <laughs>